When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Age of Radio. How are you doing? Good, good. Just chilling. How are you guys? Doing good. Chilling on Saturday. Congratulations, Izzy, on the on the collective. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. So it's like a it's cool. It's like an artist co-op kind of thing. So I pay like a monthly fee and my stuff gets to be in their shop and I work in the shop, um, (gasps) not for, for money, but because my stuff is there, like everybody, sort of like a co-owner thing and. Oh, wow. So it's really like a co-op. That's awesome. I didn't realize there was like going to be a storefront and everything. So that's so cool. Yeah. It's a storefront. They do events. They have a, uh, like a classroom area I get to do five classes a quarter <gasps> dang yeah this is all like your wheelhouse oh my gosh you're gonna crush mm-hmm. it like manning is- the store doing classes that's like you're that's like your special oh my gosh you're gonna crush this this right. is like what I wanted for unique corns I wanted to like grow it into something like this but I like yeah, didn't totally. know how so <laughs> I don't know how to do a storefront. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. I don't even know how to get like a proper business license. <laughs> no, yeah, no, that's too much. So that it's the best is to like be able to just jump into something that's already established, which is what you're doing, doing, and it's perfect. Yes, yeah, I'm I'm really excited. They're really excited to have me. Yeah, it's a cool co-op like um, so like there's a, a couple of other painters. There's a kid who's like 19 who's been there since he was 15. Wow. Who does like wood burning. Uh, there's a glass oh, nice. blower. Oh, that's um, perfect. There's like a little nine-year-old girl that makes like little felt chicks. <laughs> yes. Chickens. Oh, um, yeah. There, there's like a 10-year-old girl who makes ceramic pots with creepy faces. Oh. Nice. Yeah, oh, wow. That sounds so cool. Yeah. Where can I find more information on this collective? Oh, you can look up the local artisan collective (laughs) online or on all their social medias. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's like TLA Collective (laughs) on uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, maybe Instagram. I don't know. I don't think I have them on Instagram because fuck Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Steve's Instagram got hacked. What? And they were (laughs) basically like, yeah. Your uh, Utah State ID isn't a valid form of identification to prove this is you and your site. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, then what? fuck it. Then fuck Instagram. And <laughs> like, what else trying to more do you need? Too. I really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> that's so weird. Like, what else? What What else can you show? Like, that's so yeah, that, absurd. That's exactly right where I was. And so it was like, okay, cool. Well, this, uh, everybody he's going to contact, you know, to ask for $120. Cause apparently my car broke down. Uh, they know I'm just fine. Cause they're hitting me up on Twitter <laughs> and I'm posting it everywhere else. Like, Hey, report and block, report and block, report and right. block. Oh my God. So, so even if they came back and were like, Hey, your Instagram's back. I'd be like, I'm good. Go ahead and just no. delete it. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Well, I'm sorry about that, but that's not good. <laughs> but, yeah and then uh finally where is it figured... the collective oh, 
Oh, it's uh in the t- the biggest town close to us, Ogden. So oh, cool. Just down the canyon. Yeah. Nice, nice. nice. Yeah, located in historic downtown Ogden, Utah. Yeah, it's in a cute little like walking mall, like sort of off one of the main streets, but there's like a bunch of little eateries. There's a movie theater, sports bar. Perfect. A specifically baked potato place. Oh my gosh. It feels like super Utah. Yeah. Wait, it only does baked potatoes? They only serve baked potatoes, like stuffed baked potatoes. Oh my God. So, like, you can get pulled pork on a baked potato, but it's on a baked potato. Oh my god, this sounds like Jason's like <laughs> dream. A place that only serves potatoes. Like, I wanted you guys to come out and visit. By the way, congratulations on the house, hopefully. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. Still like working out some things, but looks like it's going in a good direction. So we'll keep you posted. So Connecticut? Yeah. <laughs> That's the exact opposite side of the country. Yeah. I mean country. it does. I mean, it does sound random, but I mean, we did live in the East Coast for a really long time, so it's like yeah. it's not like moving to like Wyoming or something. No, but. It, it, <laughs> no. And when you guys were make, posting those listings and stuff, it's like, oh yeah, it you know, half million dollars will get you like twenty five acres and a mansion and stuff like <laughs> oh, that. Oh, Steve was like, oh my god, we could sell this house and buy two of those. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and besides, Steve, haven't you heard the old adage that Connecticut is the Tokyo of the U.S.? No. Oh my god. <laughs> I just did and it's recorded. Oh my god. <laughs> Come to Connecticut. We have women's basketball. And that is all. See? Oh my god. <laughs> Come oh to Connecticut. God. A train ride from anywhere. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's it's funny because um people keep saying Yukon like the university, but we keep thinking it's like, you know, the state park. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what do you mean? But yeah, apparently that's a big deal. But oh, um, and, and the Mohegan Sun Casino, man, you guys are gonna be set. <laughs> oh my gosh, expect so us to come visit. Oh, like, of course. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, like, the thing is, like, when when I when we went to like scope things out and stuff, like, I was shocked at like the t- like you can actually see the tax dollars at work, which I'm like, I was shocked <laughs> that like any place knows how to use stocks tax dollars. Like, you know, pavements are really nice and like things were manicured and like it's crazy i mean i guess it helps being a small state but yeah. you know <laughs> coming from california yeah. where like <laughs> right. um, you barely yeah, stay see away anything. from Massachusetts. am i right <laughs> <laughs> no Cal- california is sort of like uh uh here you guys here you go kids we're gonna take your money and fend for yourselves look out for the cops yeah. <laughs> you paid for this it's a little mad max sometimes <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. I, mean, I mean, I mean, it's no Nevada. <laughs> Holy crap! If, oh my I, god! I, I feel like Mad Max is filmed in like Eli, Toronto. Nevada, or something. Yeah. Oh my so god! Fox I mean, Springs. <laughs> even oh, Reno, no. which is supposed to be like you know, <laughs> like, oh my gosh! I had no idea when I passed through Reno. I was like, wow. <laughs> oh, I, I used to go to Reno to get groceries because you know it was affordable compared to Tahoe. And oh, right. <laughs> every time I'm there, it, it, it's like. Like, I knew a couple of people that lived there that, you know, came to Truckee to work and stuff like that. And they're always like, oh, yeah, what are you going to do this weekend? Like, oh, I don't know. I'll probably just go for a walk in like the National Park or something like that. How about you? <laughs> oh, I'm going to go out shooting on my four wheeler and, you know, blah, 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 out, <laughs> right. out in the back areas of Dayton. And I'm like, all right, well, don't die, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Reno, did you ever wish Vegas was smaller and had more meth? 
Oh my it's God. a little cracked out sister exactly is, is vegas just a little too classy for you <laughs> try i again. know oh my gosh those like little casinos like when i walked in it was like it was like a haunted house like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. weird clown dolls circus circus yes that's the one everybody's like and, and the thing is the circus circus in reno mm -hmm is actually less scary than the circus circus in yes. vegas oh my god yes that's oh why they have god. like 12 dollar rooms there we did not sleep under the blankets at the circus circus oh. in vegas because we knew we were going to get bed bugs. No, no, no. oh my god no like so we pulled the car blankets out and just laid them down oh yeah totally no that's and that's then, smart <laughs> and then that was the that's right that was the second hotel room where there was blood spatter on the wall and freshly painted <gasps> walls oh oh yeah, the other one was with uh, the, the Plaza the Hotel on Fremont. No, uh, the Silver Legacy in Reno. We were driving out here. Oh, no, no, it wasn't Silver Legacy. It was like uh, wherever we... Sil Silver Dollar or something like that. I, I was going to say, wherever we got the coupon for free tacos and Dollar Bud Light Platinum. Sands? Sands, maybe? <laughs> it we, was... We've been in a few shitty hotels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we stopped in and it was one of those, like, we pulled in at like 11.50 and they're like, sure, sure, sure. oh, lucky you, we have coupons for if uh, you go to the taqueria right at midnight, you get a free taco. And so by <laughs> each other, we're like, we're gonna we're gonna try Reno free tacos oh, and the uh, dollar and Bud dollar Light but like platinums. Yeah. So we were like we went up to our room and we we're just like set our backs down and we're like we got six more minutes. Yeah, yeah. the the <laughs> room was like twenty five bucks. Yes, and it was wow. we were basically only staying till like six a.m. or something like that to like yeah, the next morning just to stop like, over. Well, let's have a let's have a midnight taco and some drinks and. Uh, <laughs> I guess wake up in five or six hours. And, and then, yeah, we were brushing our teeth. Like I was brushing my teeth and I looked up and I'm like, huh, babe, there's something on the ceiling. <laughs> Steve walks in, he's like, you know, the room smells like fresh paint. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> he's like, wow, that's that's real fresh. <laughs> I'm going to step wow. to the side now. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's so fresh, we might be suspects. That's right. It was the circus circus. They just sort of scrubbed the wallpaper, but didn't do a very good job. No, that, that was the one on Fremont. Oh, that was Street. the Fremont Street like one. The plaza, whatever the one is at the end of Fremont Street, where basically we saw it. I'm like, don't touch anything. We're getting a different room. That yeah, that was, yes, that was the first time I'm like, I've never seen Steve. I, the, I only saw Steve switch rooms one other time, yeah. and it was in Salt Lake City. Yeah. And we walked in, and you know, there's always like the chair to the side. Sure. Uh, it was covered in glitter, like somebody dropped their prom dress on it. Oh my Steve god! Saw the glitter from across the room and was like, "We're changing rooms." <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't do glitter. <laughs> but yeah, I like that. That's your last straw—the glitter. <laughs> I was like imagining something more worse. But <laughs> look, you can burn off herpes. You're not getting rid of glitter. <laughs> that's right. The one in Fremont Street. I didn't even see the room. I was still grabbing stuff out of the car. Scott came down and was like hold on steve's changing yeah, rooms yeah, and i'm yeah, like yeah that's right and, and i joked i was there. like what is it covering glitter and scott's like don't no yeah. you wish <laughs> yeah that's right scott was in the bathroom and, I, and he's like uh steve what's going on in here and i'm like well what's going oh nope 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 don't say anything down don't unzip anything put those groceries back in we're in here and they, and they try to pull oh we're sold out blah 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 and i'm like well cool then get me another room somewhere else that doesn't have blood on it Right. Oh I don't want to get hepatitis from the light switch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You just sent me a picture. That's right. That's yeah. how I saw the like freshly scrubbed <laughs> wallpaper. Saw the, <laughs> saw the set the next episode of Dexter. 
Yeah. Right. Oh my god. That's that's right. That's why we went to the circus circus, right? I think we ended up they ended up finding us another room, and then it was the whole okay. thing with the uh the right. bridge and all that where they're like they, they all right, so they gave us because my, my buddy Scott he had insulin and stuff, so he had to keep yeah. it refrigerated. He has diabetes or whatever. and uh MS, mm. so he has a variety of medications yeah. that need yeah, yeah. to be refrigerated. Mm. Got it. They they gave us this uh this like little cooler thing where you could put like one syringe in what but it, it looked like a game boy carrying case yes yeah. and it, it was a plug where you could plug it into your car like the, those what? kind of adapters like you put it in the uh, uh cigarette lighter or whatever yeah. sure and i'm like what do you want me to do with this oh i went full fucking karen at the front desk like i ripped it out of steve's hands i stopped <laughs> to the front of the line like pushed everybody out of the way i yeah. slammed it on the counter i'm like they brought it to the room that's why we're yeah. like go back down otherwise and i, I went to the front desk and i'm just like what the fuck is this? And they're like, oh my that, God. that looks like a car something or another. <laughs> and I was like, we asked for a fridge for our friend's medication. Your staff brought this. If you can show me where I can plug this motherfucker into your goddamn <laughs> filthy ass room, I'll use it. And I just like stared in the, in the like I felt bad for the friend desk person, but I'd fucking had it at that point. Like we switched sure. rooms, everything's gross. And like they went and got a manager. The manager looked at it and was like, we don't even like own anything like that and i'm like well your maids apparently brought that up and he was like they brought it from their car i don't know wow <laughs> and he was just like I, I i'm so sorry and he like threw it in the trash can <laughs> <What>? yeah <laughs> and was like we're we're having a fridge brought up right away they ended up bringing like two fridges <laughs> yeah yeah just be safe like make sure we had enough room and it's like oh, oh cool one for drinks <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird i love that they didn't even wreck it like <laughs> and then they threw it out that's really funny yeah like like it had a little i what i feel like happened is somebody like left it and somebody like in housekeeping or something just threw a sticker on it that you know said like plaza hotel do not steal (laughs) and then they were like oh these people you know two guys and a girl they must be here to party we're not giving them a party fridge oh my god i don't know (laughs) jokes on them we were there to party (laughs) (laughs) and party we did yeah, I mean, real, real wild. We went to the brewery and got a right. couple of beers. That's right. We got real drunk. And then uh, Steve and Scott did the Superman experience across Fremont Street. Oh, they yeah, have like yeah. a zip line where you Ooh. fly all like half a mile down the road while people <laughs> walk below you. Oh, um, no, beneath me. Beneath you. <laughs> beneath you. Yeah. So Fremont Street. Like commoner. Fremont Street's like walking only. It's like a bunch of the, it's the old hotels in Vegas. Okay. And they've like blocked it off to traffic. So you can just wander around the whole, oh, okay. it's like one mile block, just cool. free and wild. And then, yeah, you can like quote unquote fly, fly the whole, the whole strip of it. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm terrified of heights. So I, I held our drinks and watched. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that does sound terrifying. Machine and machines won. Biodreads, monstrous creations that hunt down human survivors and 
digitize them. Volcania, center of the Bio-Dread Empire. Stronghold and fortress of Lord Dread, feared ruler of this new order. But from the fires of the Metal Wars arose a new breed of warrior, born and trained to bring down Lord Dread and his Bio-Dread Empire. They were soldiers of the future, mankind's last hope. Their leader, Captain Jonathan Power, master of the incredible power suits which transform each soldier into a one-man attack force. Major Matthew, Hawk Masterson, fighter in the sky. Lieutenant Michael, Tank Ellis, ground Sergeant Robert, Scout Baker, espionage and communications. And Corporal Jennifer, pilot chase, tactical systems expert. Together they flew fighting force in Earth's history. Their creed to protect all life. Their promise to end Lord Dread's rule. Their name, Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. Yeah! Hey everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, we are continuing our Captain Power and the Soldiers <laughs> of the Future watch party uh, with episodes five and six. <gasps> but yeah, and of course, for those of you who may be joining us for the first time for some reason, uh, Captain <laughs> Power and the Soldiers of the Future, a uh, 1987 live action Canadian post-apocalyptic children's show uh, <laughs> starring fr- uh, friends of the podcast, Fennel Thorson and created by Gary Goddard. Uh, yeah. Also starring like Tim Dunnigan, Marie Steen Went, uh, Peter McNeil, who you, you may have seen recently in uh, Nightmare Alley. He was uh, Judge Kimball. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Steen, um, David Hamblin, RIP. Uh, just, and a lot of great guest stars that we'll be uh, getting to in some episodes. <laughs> but uh, joining us for this uh, is yeah. Hanai from Kobo Studios. Welcome, Hanai. Hey, guys. Woo! I'm back. Yeah. She's back, baby. And she's been here for the first four episodes. What do you think so far, Hanai? Oh, it's definitely been a journey, <laughs> but a fun one. A very interesting for sure. Can't wait for the next ones. Nice. Well, a uh, little spoiler alert for these two episodes. Uh, episode five, A Fire in the Dark. We find out a little more about Lord Dread and his origin story. Yes, the leader <gasps> oh. of the. Uh, the, uh, well, the the machine empire or whatever <laughs> in uh, episode six the mirror in the darkness oh man what's better than one captain power two captain powers yes we have an imposter in our midst what? Oh, that's yes. be uh, so you yeah you can tell which one's evil based on the facial hair yeah yeah, yeah. the one's gonna have a good yeah, i'm sure yeah yeah, <laughs> From yeah like evil spot exactly <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I guess without any further ado, uh, should we start episode five? Episode five. All right. Power on. Captain Power and the soldiers of the future. Game is over! 
precision Lord Dread on the body types for the new human form. We need... No. No, they're not right. They lack elegance, suppleness of limb, beauty. All specifications have been met. No. They need something more. There is no other way. I must find her. I don't know what you're talking about. Who's Jessica Morgan? Insolence! Very well. If you will not talk here, perhaps you will find your tongue loosened in Castle Volcania. Database Journal 474 Mark 17. Captain reporting. We've received word of a biodread attack on what was once the beautiful resort city of Oak Park. I'd spent a summer there as a child. It was very pretty. I remember... Mentor, what can you tell us about a woman named Jessica Morgan? Ms. Morgan resided in a city that was destroyed 15 years ago in Dredd's first attack. Maybe Dredd thinks she saw something. Knows something that could hurt him. Not likely. According to the elders, she wasn't a technician, she was an artist. Was? Yeah. During that first attack, she was blinded. All right, let's go. Every cell within your body implodes when you are digitized. Then, when you are reformed, these same cells explode. Now then, where is the woman? Too long. Sauron, digitize him again. Displeasure! No! Please! I'll tell you anything! Proceed. Jessica, we have to talk. Where's Arthur? They took him. We have to assume they'll break him. That means the Biodreads will be back. We have to... No, no, Henry, no more have-tos. This is wrong. All the sacrifices you've made. Arthur and I discussed it, and we know when they're coming, so we brought some friends. This is Captain Power and Pilot. You'll be going with them. You'll be safe with us. Everything's gonna be fine. 
I've been running from dread for 15 years. I can't believe suddenly everything will be fine. I just can't. Do you know what it is he wants? No, I don't. I wish I did. He took away my sight. What more does he want? You've been very good friends. Take care, Jessica. You too. Ready? Ready as I'll ever be. Power base. Oh. The bike knows where you're going? The onboard computers are attuned to authorized voice patterns. Ah. You want to try? All right. Computer, new voice ID, Jessica Morgan. Say something. I think I like flying. Controls are in your hands. Bank right and dive. You can stay with us until we figure out why Dread wants you. We're picking up a signal from Dread. I think you better hear this. Confirmed. Broadcasting all over the spectrum. Same message over and over. Here. Power, I demand that the artist be turned over to me immediately, or one of her dear, dear friends will be eliminated for every hour she is hidden by you. Send her alone to sector 13, coordinate six by two, or hundreds will die. Their blood will be on your hands, Power. Your hands. I can't take this anymore. Just take me to him. Get it over with. That's impossible. If we do that, he'll just keep on taking hostages until we all have to surrender. We can't give him that kind of power. Pilot, take Jessica back to her room. Then get back here on the double. We've got to plan our attack. Don't worry. We know what we're doing. I hope to God you're right. Anything you push here. All right? All right. I'll check on you later. Thank you. Ever visit New York? Before the metal wars. Now I hear even the cockroaches moves out. Sector 13, coordinate six by two. Jessica's gone. She's got a sky bike with her. I guess you couldn't stand the idea that anyone else might die because of her. All right, we gotta find her. Come on. Power on.
Welcome, Jessica. Taggart. Taggart, is that you? A side effect of the holographic projection. But though my body remains in Volcania, be sure that I am with you in spirit. Come, Jessica. Follow the sound of my voice. Come. Follow me to a better world, Jessica. You will forgive the less than pristine conditions. But the precise equipment I need is rare. I've had no need of it, you see, until now. Prepare her. Someday, when power and his barbarians are done away with, there shall be everlasting splendor. A new and better world. For that, I need you. I need your vision as much as you do. I don't understand. You will. Give me a scan. Energy readings just ahead. you not to interfere, Captain, if you want her ever to see again. An error was committed 15 years ago, Captain. A resource was wasted. I am now rectifying that error. Because of an accident, she was blinded. Only I can restore her sight. Why? What difference is it to you? I need her sighted. I need her skill. I'm the guest of honor. Silence! Throw down your weapons! You're coming with us! I call this the Tango!
Miss Wallflower. I guess the party's over. Jake, I could use a little backup over here. On my way. Mine is a war of affection. Immortal bodies that never decay, never grow sick or old. And she will assist me. I will be her patron, and she will be the architect of my new race. The preeminent architect of the machine world. You're more insane than I thought. Dismissing the tax grid. What's to stop me from taking Jessica away from here now that you've restored her sight? Assuming you make it past the guards, nothing. I will not stop you, Captain. She will. Jessica. Oh, colors. Look, Captain, colors. Been locked in my mind. Red, yellow, blue, green. All of them. I never thought I'd see them again. What time of day is it? Is it day or night? Night. Late. Stars. I must see the stars. And the city. It was always so pretty at night. transition. When I am finished, it will be a monument to mechanical perfection. But there's nothing left. There's nothing left. Nothing? The organics are destroying our troopers. What are your orders, my lord? Power! Jessica, no! Sauron, no, not her! My lord! Fire and you risk damaging her. It would be a waste of material. Same for you, Captain. It appears we have a stalemate. The troops! Go to them. I have no need of you. She is not going anywhere. Very well, my lord. You seem awfully sure of yourself. Come, Jessica. Time to go. No, I won't. I can see now. Yes, but only when you're within range of my transmitter. Leave and you'll be blind again. Forever. Just come with me. That is all I ask. I won't stop you at your decision. I remember the leaves that fall. Jessica. And the green of the meadow. Blackness, Jessica. Is that what you want? Dark and eternal night. Are you sure, Jessica? He offers me nothing. His world. But in my mind is the world as it was. Mine is a better world than the one you live in, Captain. I 
wish you could see it. Jump ships on the way in. Where's Trent? Alone. Awaiting your decision on the body types for the new human form. All specifications have been met. All specifications have been met. This is Captain Power. I'm closing in on Dread. Hold on. I'm gonna blow this baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what'd you think, can I? That was pretty interesting. <laughs> See, learn a little more about dread, and uh, I don't know. It's not, I, not a lot, but... As a fellow artist, uh, <laughs> if you lost your sight, would you work for the bad guys to re regain your sight, or would you want to go back to, I guess, living underground with the resistance? I mean, this is a good, like these stories are so like heavy, man. Right? Like, I keep thinking like. <laughs> This is for children. <laughs> yeah. Look, look, kids, if you were blinded, would you think about, you know, maybe, uh, I mean, you're even a blind artist. I mean, you can go full uh, Rodin or whatever and just work mm -hmm. in sculpture and stuff like that. You right. Know? But, uh, right. well, but see, I think her bigger problem is she's not very observant. Well, that's, she didn't oh, Jesus, realize yeah. the town had burned down. <laughs> right. Yeah. She like, okay, even if so, you're blind, you can tell that things are like totally like, you know, broken down. Yeah. What's, what's that smell of burning flesh? Did we move to a barbecue pit? Yeah. Did we move to San Francisco? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So that was episode five of Fire in the Dark, aired October 18th, 1987. From director Douglas Williams. Was he Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, I think this was his like third episode in a row. He did the two last week. Uh, but he's, he's the one that did like Fraggle Rock, uh, the, the that Hitler's Canadians. Remember? So we're going to find that Mr. T series, though, too. The yeah. TNT. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, but this was um, a first-time writer on this, uh, Marv Wolfman. Who's he, Steve? Well, he's got 91 credits, including <clears throat> The Tomb of Dracula, Ooh. episodes of G.I. Joe, Transformers, Gem, This, Fraggle Rock, Garbage Pail Kids, Robocop, My Little Pony, uh, The Feet of Clay episode of Batman the Animated Series. That's the one with uh, Clayface, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, Conan the Adventure, Spider-Man, Street Fighter, Godzilla, Legend of Tarzan, all just one episode of like each of these things, right? Hold on, hold on. Back to the beginning. A guy named Wolfman wrote about Dracula. Marv Wolfman, yes. Okay. Yeah. okay. Not only that, babe, he may be better known as the creator of Blade, Nightwing, Cyborg, Deathstroke, Starfire, Blackfire, and dozens of other Marvel characters. What? That's where you might know Marv Wolfman. Or Wolfman. Oh, Marvel the Wolfman? Holy shit. I didn't know Marvel short for Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Sorry, I have hiccups, guys. No worries. Uh, and guest starring Patricia Collins as 
Jessica Morgan. Is, is that the old Mormon lady who lost the sight? That is her, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, 59 credits starting back in the 60s, a bunch of plays and TV movies, and this, and then more TV episodes. <laughs> really nothing else I really noticed. Um, and then we have Jerry Pearson as Arthur. I think he was one of the elders or something. Okay. Uh, 18 credits, including Rolling Vengeance, this, an episode of TNT, Friday the 13th, and The Hitchhiker. Oh my God, so, wait, Friday the 13th, the movie or Friday the 13th, the series? The series, the series. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, these are all series. Like Friday the 13th is like a Canadian series. Like everybody from this show later starred in Friday the 13th. So are we doing Friday the 13th, the series after this? Because I used to watch that show. I mean, they're doing that over on the Grindbin podcast. And, yeah. Uh, or wait. Oh no, that's right. They're doing Freddy's Nightmares over there. Yeah, no, yeah, Friday Thirteenth the series has it's, nothing to do with Friday Thirteenth. Yeah, yeah, it's more like like Outer Limits kind of stuff. Yeah, like it's about a, a girl named Mickey and her cousin, whose name I never remembered, and an old man who find cursed objects. And the tr- the intro had like focused on a uh, haunted ra- radio. Nice. Excuse me. Very eighties. All right. Well, also starting this episode, we have J.R. Zimmerman as Henry the Elder. I think he was the one that was taken back or whatever. Uh, oh. He has 27 credits, starting with this. He was Jimmy Pops in TNT, gas attendant in Friday the 13th episode, one of the boardroom men in Tommy Boy, Uncle Craig in Lives of Girls and Women, which was a 1996 TV movie. But, yeah. uh, but neo edmund as wastelander boy he's probably running around in the background one of the scenes uh he was bradley on three episodes of small wonder uh freddy's nightmares wonder years he played max in the wizard that incredible movie uh land of law saved by the bell he was also putty patroller in 112 episodes of the mighty Morphin power rangers uh foot soldier in 23 episodes of ninja turtles next mutation the Borg drone in an episode of uh, Star Trek Voyager. And of course, EMT number two in The Happy Time Murders. Yes! So we probably got jizzed on by a puppet. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, but this episode, all right. So <laughs> we start off with Sauron flying through the air and then I assume blowing up an art museum. Is that where that was supposed to be? <laughs> I think so. Oh, is that what that was supposed to be? I, I totally I don't know. That. I think that was supposed to be like her studio or her gallery. Oh, Maybe, that makes sense. She's the artist. But it was like sheets of glass with like a neon picture kind of on it. She's like, the architect of the new generation, babe. I mean, I guess she was starting I mean, with it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even understand that, though. So. <laughs> yeah. Like, why is she so coveted? Oh, I don't know. Maybe we find this out, like, in later I, I, episodes. But Yeah, I thought it was going to be more like, no, no, not her, because, you know, that was like, you know, Dread back when he was uh, Taggart or whatever. Right. It was like his his lady friend or whatever. But yeah. that wasn't really he explained. Didn't... It was more like, no, yeah. I need her autistic vision to, you know, make my bio dreads more human-like. I really wanted her to be, like, Dread's girlfriend from the past. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean that would make a lot more sense that he's so obsessed with her. Yeah, right. I, I mean, where I met Powers in a previous episode. Yeah, uh, didn't did we see? We met, no, we haven't seen Hawks yet. Sorry, we uh, met Spenel Thorson's boyfriend from the homeland. <laughs> yeah, yes, no, we'll say his brother <laughs> from Babylon Five. <laughs> <laughs> we are brothers, you and I. Yeah. 
but uh <laughs> but before sauron's uh, about to digitize uh, this woman we find out jessica morgan uh we see you know pre-lord dread you know just human taggart uh human dread i guess uh running up no sauron not her and he's like wait what just like a quick blast or whatever <laughs> and that apparently just took her sight no. yeah the no was my favorite part <laughs> yeah it was it was very end of uh episode three yes. <laughs> no. No. also they were like in a like I don't, that setting it was like a bad like a broadway play like what it was like it was like a black box stage yeah <laughs> yeah but then we find out we uh, go back to modern day and we find out it's basically just a nightmare that dread was having and uh you know, over mine there, he's saying something like, oh, the new bio-dread human form is almost ready. He's like, no, no, that design is shit. It's horrible. It, do- <laughs> it lacks the nimbleness of the limbs. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> very, very passionate speech from uh, the leader of the New World Order. <laughs> uh, but he's like, no, we must find her. So we send out a platoon looking around for her. And they find the village elders of you know this area. And I don't know. They were seen here. Uh, where's Jessica Morgan? And the elders are like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know get you? stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Oh, sorry. Never heard of the woman. You know that kind of thing. And then they're like, fine, whatever. Digitize. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and then uh, we meet up with the the power team. You know, Captain Power and his crew, and uh, they're going to the old resort town of Oak Park. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that outside of glendale I mean... <laughs> that's what we call in modern times an industrial area okay so guys you and me both are we thinking this is primarily set in like california like volcanias like san francisco or like where because okay i've actually got in a discussion with this on uh one of the uh, captain power facebook things trying to find out you know like oh my, uh, my question was like where are the passages like what is it supposed oh, to be like the rocky mountains like a norad situation or like you know some like underground mm-hmm. base kind of thing or something else too distant future. <laughs> so i guess from what i've heard volcania is supposed to be like detroit but i don't know okay. if someone was just being mean or you know <laughs> no 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 but like that would make sense that was a manufacturing facility for oh, automobiles yeah. so why wouldn't you take advantage of all those factors? okay yeah okay you know what that actually does make a lot of sense especially being in late 80s or whatever mm-hmm. too like, yeah when okay. they still make right. cars in america yeah right. okay you right, know right. back so when volcanoes... you made fun of somebody for having car made in mexico oh yeah <laughs> all right so volcanoes detroit okay uh oak park would that be like illinois like it's just south of chicago oh, like i know there's no maybe. park there i wouldn't call it a resort town but <laughs> <laughs> i've never been there <laughs> i've only heard of it um but yeah for some reason i was always thinking it was california you know primarily because it shows like southern utah when they're flying around everywhere right <laughs> definitely i mean i get a california vibe because yeah you get shots of like utah and like mojave yeah well and the like with the san francisco in one of the first episodes yeah, it was like right. the broken down ruins and I don't know. And I like, always thought the passages was like the, you know, Donner Pass or like the Rocky <laughs> Mountains, basically. Oh, right. like, yeah. Like they're hiding in the mountains because then like, I don't know, satellites can't see them. I don't know. I don't know. Or is this like so far in the future? It's sort of like Hunger Games where like, you know, like the West Coast has dropped off into the ocean and the East Coast mm-hmm. nuked themselves and became District 13. And we just grow all our, all our food <laughs> in Texas. <laughs> 
I mean, I mean you know, keep in mind that this is a Canadian show, so maybe this is just like the Canadian's idea of like. Oh, oh yeah, that makes sense. Volcano is Detroit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, if we were tasked to make a show about like you know the Canadian super future, like I don't know, like I'll just be like, uh, Toronto. <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> or maybe something. That- Maybe that's it. I mean, after the nuclear war or whatever, and all those trees and stuff are burned down up there, and temperatures have risen like thirty degrees. Oh, maybe uh, Sas- Saskatchewan looks like Southern. Yeah, Utah. right. Under, under all that foliage, <gasps> the underground is uh, Montreal. Oh, the- oh shit! <laughs> that makes so much sense. They already have the underground city, <laughs> malls, and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just because we don't see them go into Asparos doesn't mean they don't have Asparos. <laughs> Do Canadians have sparrows? Please, somebody write in and tell me. Are there sparrows in Canada? Yeah, in, the, in the airport, like everywhere else, right? Look, sparrows exist outside airports because we had one in our mall. Amazing. You had one, I'm sorry, in your mall, right next to your rotary phone? Come on. <laughs> tell me about it, Grandma Izzy. No, no, no. It was between the two Macy's that always caught on fire every 4th of July. Oh, jeez. America. The mall needed a new roof. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the Sears caught on fire once too. So, <laughs> uh, were they setting off fireworks inside of the mall? No, they shot them off in the parking lot of the mall. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> they used to set them off in front of the Montgomery Wards, but they tore that down. <laughs> Tell us more, Grandma Izzy. What's a Montgomery Ward? <laughs> Did that Montgomery Wards sat there for like another decade after that company went out? And the uh, you've driven by the Best Buy that still looks like a Circuit City. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it's still uh, it's still the big red like and I, plug. And I think it's a Fry's Electronics or something like that now. Oh no, Fry's went out of business. It's the Best too? Buy. Oh Jesus. So did Circuit City. This is all like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Guys, let me take you back to 2005 when everything we talked about existed. <laughs> Not Montgomery Awards. That was gone in the 90s. <laughs> I mean, but really, do you guys remember KB Toys? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that was legit. Or oh, Lionel's Playhouse. Can you yeah, guys ever heard of that, that one? The one with the, the giraffe? That's. No, that's it, Toys R Us, honey. It, no, it, it became <laughs> Toys R Us. Oh, uh, or, okay, oh. I'm pretty sure. Wait, was Lionel's a lion? That would make more sense. Lionel's would lion, be a lion. But... Jeffrey the giraffe was Toys R Us. I swear it was a giraffe. Though. And I know for a fact it's Toys <laughs> maybe, R Us because maybe, it's Jeffrey the giraffe. But also, maybe Toys R Us uh, sued a Lionel Playhouse or whatever. Mm. Yeah, oh it doesn't gosh. matter. Amazing. So where were we? Oh yeah, about three <laughs> minutes into the episode. Um, <laughs> Lord Dread has bl- Lord Dread accidentally blinded an old Mormon lady hanging out in a museum. That's right. <laughs> and now the uh, power team's going to look for her too. So they go to this Oak Park place and uh, they start asking around the humans, you know, the, the other humans, I guess. Uh, the elders like, where's this Jessica Morgan? Like, oh yeah, she's, she's here. Um, <laughs> she's blind though. You know that, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then, okay, and then this uh, elder that got digitized or whatever, he gets, like, reanimated or whatever at uh, Castle Volcania. And uh, Dred's whole thing, like, every cell in your body imploded when it was digitized. And it will (laughs) explode when you return to normal. Do you want me to do it again? He's like, no, no, I'll tell you anything. Like, then where (laughs) is Jessica Morgan? Uh, (laughs) I do, like, my horrible Alan Rickman impression. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, R.I.P. He would have been a great Lord Dread. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So the elders, um, basically they, they bring the power team to Jessica Morgan and they're basically like, Hey, you're going to go with them because we're probably going to be massacred here in the next 15 to 20 minutes. Once, uh, the elder guy gets interrogated and like, Oh, I've been running for 15 years. And they're like, well, what, what exactly does he want with this chick? Right. (laughs) I don't know. And then they, okay. (laughs) So they fly off on the, uh, the sky bikes and just, yeah. Oh my God. And guys, voice recognition. Eh? <laughs> 35 years ago on this kid's show. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, uh, say something and then they'll recognize you. And it's like, <laughs> okay, cool. Um, bank right. And then they smash into a mountain roll credits. Guys, what do we think? <laughs> what do we think of the blind lady driving a sky bike? <laughs> right? Well, like, yeah, like bank right and dive. Oh my god, she's trying to kill Captain Power. She's already yeah. on board dread steam. <laughs> <laughs> should blind people be allowed to ride motorcycles no what if we put them in the air though I don't know. <laughs> uh, but then there's a there's a message going out from laura dread and he's basically power i know you're out there bring me the artist alone and uh i love how power is basically like all right, well, put, put, put her in a room and we're going to plan an attack to take out Volcania and get your friends <laughs> back instead. <laughs> so, yeah, they take her to her quarters and she has like her uh, her wand thing that I guess is supposed to be like her, her I don't know, stick to let her know when she's getting through close to a wall or something. But but it basically just looks like like a little fiber optic. Like, yeah, light thing. that? <laughs> like a dowsing rod yeah yeah it's like something you would like i don't know test an electrical socket with to see if there's power going to it (laughs) but uh yeah it didn't look any more useful than you know the sort of like the conventional sticks that i don't know what their what their real names are called that like blind people use click 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 like like things on the ground stuff it looked less useful than that yeah because it didn't make a single noise the entire time she was walking around with it either i was expecting at least a little like yeah. <laughs> a little oh, maybe it's like uh high frequency bat sonar, but only she can hear it. Maybe. She's like she's like daredevil now. Right. <laughs> I, I just figured it vibrated when she got too close to things. Yeah. Oh, that's why she walks around with it. Oh. <laughs> uh but yeah, but yeah, basically uh, she uh, you know, pilot takes her in a room, sets her down, and about five seconds later she just gets up walks out the door, hops on a sky bike and flies the fuck off. <laughs> I was expecting a like, like pilot to be like waiting outside the door like, the fuck do you think you're going? She's like, ah, I'm startled. <laughs> I didn't see you there, get it? No. <laughs> uh, so yeah, commercial break. We come back and uh, the team's like, oh shit, we got to find her. Power on. Put on their power power on. <laughs> Yeah, Izzy was you were really upset about that. Wait, did his voice just change? I'm like, it might just be the reverb or something. <laughs> it was somebody else's voice when he power on. Power on, 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 on. <laughs> I mean, it was just about uh from Workaholics. The so do you want to schmackerbear? <laughs> you were gonna, Would you like to schmackerbear? <laughs> I'm sorry, what, sir? Tight butthole. <laughs> So are we doing workaholics after this? <laughs> oh shit. No, it's, 
everybody knows workaholics and if they don't they need to get on that shit it's on hulu yeah if you don't know about the meat jerk and beef boys you're missing out go all right uh so yeah so jessica morgan then lands at the coordinates or whatever that dread gave and uh oh my god lord dread's there to welcome her and uh he's basically like hello jessica taggart taggart is that you (laughs) and we find out he's uh merely a hologram who can i don't know control where his voice is located and everything and i'm just like how does that work with light you know what it doesn't matter don't don't worry about it steve (laughs) and then he's like uh yeah basically uh follow my voice i'm going to show you a whole new world (laughs) (laughs) and we go into this uh dingy hospital ophthalmology ward and uh (laughs) he's basically explaining to her I need you to have your vision for my new world order. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Basically, they're going to give her a sight back. And, uh, you know, he's go- she's going to help design the robots or something. I don't know. But, but uh, was, that, team- was that even like her thing? I didn't understand like why it had to be her. It, because she's an artist. And, and again, I was waiting for the whole like, uh, you know, like it's Taggart's ex-love or whatever or something like that where it's like no specifically her we killed all the other artists like they were jedi or something don't you remember the (laughs) end of episode three (laughs) all those younglings in art school you know it'll it'll be explained in the captain power prequels that i'm going to (laughs) produce lord dread realized this world wasn't worth living in without sailor moon fan art and quickly (laughs) sought out to seek a new generation of artists (laughs) amazing He's like, my soldiers just keep drawing pregnant Sonic the Hedgehogs. I don't want to live in this world. <laughs> Eliminate them. Guys, art is important. Sauron, why do you keep drawing dicks? <laughs> I don't know, my lord. I feel like it's in my programming. Sauron, are those Stussies? <laughs> it's like some sort of ancient fault <laughs> from the before four times. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so basically the power team, they end up landing and of course, immediate shootout. And we get a scene where like, one of the droids like basically starts choking Captain Power from behind. Oh, that was like, so funny. He <laughs> <laughs> just like reach over, like grabs his shoulder pads, and Power's like, ah! Is anybody <laughs> else waiting for him to go harder, Daddy? Yeah. <laughs> you get another I mean, one. It was, yeah. it was just like if I like choked you easy, like, you know, as like a friend, you would do like oh, a joke. It, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Ah, like, ah, like, ah, like, like the quick little like, ah, and then you start yeah, like yeah. massaging their shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Please don't punch me in the dick. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but luckily, pilot's there to save his ass. Pshoo, pshoo, and then, uh, and then, power like immediately jumps into the surgery war, and he's like, "Ah, dread!" Casually walks in. <laughs> like, oh, there yeah, he no totally like he like just opens kinda, like, the, like in. yeah, they're like the fucking uh, salon doors at a saloon yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever, like yeah, little yeah, swinging like, doors. Yeah, he's yeah, kind of yeah. casually walks in draw oh shit you're a hologram and i might have blown up some very important instruments to whatever you're doing to jessica so you just shot up a hospital bro (laughs) (laughs) and then dread uh starts explaining like oh yes i'm gonna give her her sight back and then she's gonna help me with my new world order amazing right 
And then, uh, oh, back to the shootout. Sauron's joined the fight now. And we get a nice little scene of a uh, tank and scout, like, you know, hiding out behind some rocks and shooting a couple people. But then <gasps> tank is surrounded by like eight dudes with their giant blaster guns. And of course we get Sven Thorson at his finest. Like, oh, are you throwing a party? And I am the guest of honor. <laughs> and then he fucking grabs one of them, uses like the hero shield to like take, take blast from like three other dudes. <laughs> Uh, grabs one of their guns and like twists it back at them like it's a fucking Looney Tunes cartoon. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like tosses one of them through the wall or like a bunch of like headshots and like heads fucking exploding and you see like all the gears and shit underneath. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Kids show everybody, 1987. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of those things like, you know, maybe maybe those uh Reagan guys had a point. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, then we cut back to the, you know, surgery ward or whatever. And, uh, um, Dred's talking about like, oh yes, I will give, uh, everybody immortal bodies that won't decay. It will be a new race to lead this world. And, and how- she will be the sculptor. That's right. <laughs> and I was like, why, why would she do that for you? <laughs> Have you seen Sauron? This is what I'm working with yeah. currently. <laughs> I have a very limited, uh, imagination, you might say. <laughs> They they's like, well, what makes you think I'm not just gonna walk out of here with her? And it's like, well, if you get past the guards, cool, but um, she's gonna decide because she can see now. <laughs> Apparently, only she stays in that room. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So we get her waking up, and she can see, and she's like, oh, colors. I can see colors. What, what time of day is it? And I thought she was saying Carlos, and I'm like, oh my god, is that is that Dred's real name? Hey, Carlos. Tired. I thought like I'm like Carlos. I can't see Carlos. And I'm like, oh, this is worse than Carlos. I haven't seen you since that fateful night. You promised to be a robot eagle. The art museum in Puerto Vallarta. Oh yeah, but, uh, but she's like oh it's i think power is like it's nighttime like, oh, stars i can see stars oh and the- oh and the city <laughs> lit up at night it's gonna be great it's like uh you've been living in this post-apocalyptic world right ma'am yeah <laughs> it's rata well yeah right. oh they always make the finest hamburgers in those caves i've been living in <laughs> yeah she's i mean she's been living in like tents and caves like what is she I, I guess for like 15 years. So yeah, she's just, you know, everything's hunky-dory above ground. I yeah, did she think like the Salesforce tower would still be there? <laughs> oh no, she knew that shit was falling. That's why she went underground. <laughs> oh, see, oh, this is the problem. She's been living in tents and stuff. As you said, she's in Oak Park, Illinois. She's living out in the boonies. She thinks it's just uh, the cornfields that are burning. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's a very generous interpretation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Why not? It always smells like Chicago style pizza out here. It's all burnt on the bottom. And, and lasagna on top. Shots fired, but yeah. also accurate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah she so she looks out on the city and was like oh my god what happened because it's all the rubble for post-apocalyptic future and it's ever in doubt you didn't know really <laughs> and dread's like yes my uh my world is in transition but you're gonna help me design it right and sauron's mm-hmm. like 
fuck this bitch i'm about to blast her <laughs> no like i'm gonna digitize power and then she runs in front and then uh, of course dread's like no sauron no not her anyone but her <laughs> you know what go go take care of the troops i'll i'll take care of this and uh we have a mexican standoff don't we coward yeah she can choose to go with you or to stay with me, but she can only see when she's in the range of my transmitter. And <laughs> as he's saying it, they're like already walking away. Like he's, right. she's like holding onto Power's arm and he's like, yeah. I'm, I'm serious though. You're going to be blind. <laughs> Fuck. Please return my headband. I'll pick another yeah. blind person. <laughs> yeah, that damn thing. I'm like, take that off. That's probably got a tracking device or something. Right? It. It's going to electrocute you when you hit the threshold. Oh, it just explodes. That'd be right? great. <laughs> That's how he's going to take care of power. Right. <laughs> like blowing her it's head called off. the long con. Uh, but Maybe. then, yeah, Tank meets up with uh, Power and Jessica, and he's basically like, Will's Thread alone. <laughs> And then we cut back to Volcania where, you know, Dred's in his, uh, his, his throne or whatever. And, uh, and then there's like a burning picture of Jessica roll credits. (laughs) Oh, dramatic. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. What what, what do you guys think? Good episode, bad episode, weird episode. (laughs) Weird episode. Oh, I just wanted to say, like, the eye surgery was my favorite part. It was just, like, poking at her cheeks with, like, a Fisher-Price, like, toy stylus. Yeah, it was, it was basically, like, taking her wand or whatever, just kind of rubbing it on her forehead a little bit. And they're like, well, all done. Yeah, I mean, Who that actress should be given an award. Sight? Like, that actress should be given an award for lying still with her eyes open. Like, she was really still like while they poked at her cheeks right. <laughs> with like a toy pen <laughs> well you know she's got uh, 59 credits to uh to her uh her filmography so you know <laughs> she's a professional yeah she was a professional like i tip her tip my hat to <laughs> her yeah how about you babe just a weird uh, one yeah weird one like i i have more questions than answers i want to know what <laughs> what she's going to be creating for lord dread is she yeah, gonna just like, make him like I nice window panes I, or? I, I i think it was because it was showing like the the humanoid form which might be showing up in a future episode <gasps> uh, basically to make them more human looking to be like a terminator kind of thing well, we didn't but... see any of her work as human work we saw well, we saw those neon kind of things being exploded i yeah i don't know man yeah, and also it's like, okay, yeah, why her? Why not? Yeah, why? I mean, I, I'm assuming there's going to be more, you know, backstory. Like, why is Dread like this waspy dad? Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like 30 years ago or whenever it was. Yeah, well, uh, perhaps we'll find out in episode six, The Mirror in the Darkness. Oh, the Mirror in the Dark. Great for this, ladies. <laughs> Let's do it. And here we go. There's so many podcasts out there. How do I find the one for me? For so long, I've searched for podcasts all over, but none of them seem to fit my needs. Where's my Nick Cage pissing fire podcast? Where's my monkey tickling? I couldn't find it anywhere. Until I found everything I learned from movies podcast with Stephen Izzy. And now I get to hear about all the monkey tickling I want, baby. So many podcasts out there are all talk and no Congo. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. 
Greatest Living Actor? Nicolas Cage, of course. That's why I listen to everything I learn from movies. One-liners, plot holes, gratuitous boobies? Fun fact, that's why I listen to everything I learn from movies. See if everything I learn from movies is right for you at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learn from movies on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon. Free on all the major podcatchers. Hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons? Magnets? Stickers? Bottle openers? Artist trading cards? Or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at Untidy Venus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. Power on. Captain Power and the soldiers of the future. Earth 2147, the legacy of the Metal Wars, when man fought machine and machines won. Biodreads, monstrous creations that hunt down human survivors and digitize them. Volcania, center of the Biodread Empire, stronghold and fortress of Lord Dread, feared ruler of this new order. But from the fires of the Metal Wars arose a new breed of warrior, born and trained to bring down Lord Dread and his Biodread Empire. They were soldiers of the future. Mankind's last hope. Their leader, Captain Jonathan Power, master of the incredible power suits which transform each soldier into a one-man attack force. Major Matthew Hawk Masterson, fighter in the sky. Lieutenant Michael Tank Ellis, ground assault unit. Sergeant Robert Scout Baker, espionage and communications. And Corporal Jennifer Pilot Chase, tactical systems expert. Together they form the most powerful fighting force in Earth's history. Their creed to protect all life. Their promise to end Lord Dredd's rule. Their name, Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. Maybe dead. Drink up slow. Gotta get your strength up. Here and now's a special day. He's coming. Sure. Well, you wait. You're going after rats, I am. Leastways, we'll have something for eating, not funny dreams. Captain Power's real, not a funny dream. He's coming, and he'll take us all out of here to a hidey hole, a safe place. Oh, you can't blame the boy for not believing it, that someone could come in here and whoosh, lift us right out. A whole new life. Oh, 
He's here. Come, hurry, young'un. Bring your granddad. Come. Well, you go ahead, girl. I'll get my things. Go on. You be him, don't you, Captain Power? In person. Your times of trouble are over, old mother. Good days lie ahead. All the food you want. Place to raise your children in love and safety. Just you and your family here, old mother? Yes, just me and McKinn. And we'd be mega happy to see you, Captain Power. Too bad I'd hoped there'd be more. Journal 47-7, Mark 12. Captain reporting. Scout has detected an unusual amount of dread activities in Sector 9 and coded broadcasts on old military frequencies. Stranger yet, in the last 48 hours, we have encountered three settlements barren of life. How could hundreds of people just disappear or surrender without a fight? How? Still nothing on the infrared. That makes four settlements abandoned. I thought I picked up something a while ago. Might have been a flare. It didn't last long enough to get a fix on it. Just outside sensor range. Set course for another sweep. Double check the area, see what we can find. Captain. Bide with at four o'clock and closing. Has he seen us? He's seen us. Shields up, all batteries fire. What's he doing out here? How'd he find us in all this? Maybe he didn't find us. Maybe we found him. Winged him, Captain. Estimate 40% loss of control. Got him beat. We got 30% loss of control here. I'll buy that. Fire spellbinders. Spellbinders away. Shooting. Status, pilot. We're limping, Captain. I suggest we land and repair. I can't guarantee how long we'll stay in the air without damage control. All right, put her down. At a respectable distance. I'll do my best. Our enemy is an eccentric. He may have friends we know nothing about. By impersonating him, you may encounter them. It's worth the risk if by doing so I may serve my Lord Dread. Your next target is a few hours away, for Sauron has been delayed. 
The armor fits you well. If I did not know better, I would say that you were power. Have you met him before? Yes, I knew his father. Our ways parted when I merged my mind with the Overmind. It was then that I saw that only by elevating man to the machine could our goal be reached. He swore to stop me. All those who oppose my Lord Dread must be punished, must be eliminated. You're a good soldier, Jason. Efficient, cool. The machine is in your eyes. Thank you, my Lord. All praise to the machine. You guys keep your eye on things for a while. I'm gonna do a little reconnoitering. Should have her up within the hour. Sure loves his sky bike, doesn't he? I'm not a bio-dread. We're a trooper. I'm a human, just like you. Look. There. See, it's okay. Trust me. We'll take you to someplace safe. Clicker! Oh! Help me, huh? Just like you helped my family? Well, I got news for you, Captain. Ain't anybody ever gonna find you. I don't like it. It's been gone too long. Trouble? What is this, Newell? Still no contact. I've tried raising the captain on all frequencies. I'm not there, but static. Right. Tank with me. Scout and pilot stay with the ship. If the captain chirps in, let us know. I'll try to pick up his tracer box. It might be difficult. I'm not getting anything on his tracer box, either. It's like he dropped right off the face of the earth. You got his bike? Yippo, stuck away good. Took care of his beatbox, too. Hate to intrude. You think any of you guys could tell me what's going on? What's going on is dying time, Captain. <laughs> Not so bright, shiny now without all that armor, Yippo. Not so big, so tough. No women or kids to hurt now. I don't know what you're talking about. Who's they rum dumb with me? Saw you, I did. You with your promises, taking away to safe haven. And what do we get but the bio bird itself? And you, you fry him with the... But my folks are law believers. Taught me right. We're going to give you a... Trial. That's the word. And then we're gonna kill you. Hmm. Not much of a trial. We've been hearing stories. Say, power will take you someplace safe. Only it ain't so. Saw you do it. My folks believed in you. Listen, you've got to believe me. I don't know what you're talking about. And you see, Biobird, 
You mean Sauron? Yeah, Bo. Boy says he saw you and him together. Took his family. Well, then obviously someone, one of Dredd's people, is impersonating me. And if you give me a chance, I can prove it. No. Saw you. And Granddad. He heard you. Didn't you? I don't know. The voice sounded the same. A difference some which way. Uh, I'm not sure. Then it's on me. And I say it's him. If you don't skull, having them coming after your folks. Vote with me. We'll take voices on this outside. You keep close eyes on this one. Cover them again. We'll find the captain if we have to go over every grain of dirt one at a time. Hey, listen. I changed my mind. I'll tell them what I know. you the truth. Whoever you saw, it wasn't me. And right now, I want his hide as badly as you do. You help me, and we'll both get him. Okay? Okay. This is power. Come in. Captain, is that you? Where the blazes are you? Sector 3, coordinates 9 by 6. On our way. Okay, go ahead. Now, first you say a signal comes in. Then this captain offers safe passage. Then uh, he asks where we'd be, and he comes. And the flares? One flare up says he here. A second flare we didn't know. Second flare brings the bio bird. All right. That's what I had to know. Let's go. Right. 
Send reinforcements. I have Captain Power. Repeat, I have Captain Power. Pretty power suit. Too bad it's not the real thing. Because you're gonna need it. You don't really think I came here alone. Did you? If you had a thousand of them, they wouldn't keep me from you. <laughs> Farewell, Captain. favorite. If you hurt me, he'll, he'll hunt you down. He'll kill you. protect and preserve all people. You almost made me forget that promise. Almost. Move! <laughs> now I suggest we get rid of this imposter. No. This be our turf. We will decide. We will judge. Give him to us. We skull what to do with his kind. Kill him. No. Okay, yeps. Then I skull a better way. No killing, I promise. Better. And worse. Biobird will be here any time. We're ready. Come on.
Yeah, well, I got a message for both of you. Tell your master no more imposters! Not one! Or I'll shove that mountain of his right down his throat, you tell him! You didn't have to get so close, Captain. Yeah, but it wouldn't have been quite so satisfying. Right, Cap? Had to be done. Let's go home. Are you certain it is Jason you carry? Yes, my lord. He has failed you. Do you wish him punished? Possibly. Done. Yes, give him to Overmind. Show him the machine has teeth. Closing in on Dread. Watch for base stations. Hold on. I'm gonna blow this baby. <laughs> yeah. Power just blowing that baby. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I hate your children. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was episode six, The Mirror in the Darkness, airing oh. October 25th, 1987. Uh Hanai, your initial thoughts? Yeah, it was again, it's like so like the stories they come up with is really like cool like each week is so different but again <laughs> this is like so deep for a kids show <laughs> yeah okay and, and like something like this with the uh the imposters or whatever it'd be like Double a gigabyte. three episode arc and like any yeah other show, yeah at exactly least. It'd, it'd be like right? an entire season where like yeah. who's this power guy oh no you can't trust anybody like they're all dressing like cops yeah you know? babe i think we just <laughs> yeah. watched the season and a half of supernatural about devil yeah. gangers yeah <laughs> leviathans guys yeah. leviathans well there's right. always the you theme, usually want like a build-up for something like this <laughs> yeah and so it's like wrapped up in its usual 17 minute format or whatever yeah Great. oh but you may be wondering who's behind this episode well who's that steve uh director ota hannes joins us for the first time who are they steve uh he i assume uh was the second assistant director of first blood <gasps> yeah, the rambo movie uh the dead zone Ooh. first assistant on a few smaller things eight episodes of this uh episodes of the twilight zone war of the worlds white fang american skies ninja turtles next mutation lassie uh, i remember that was a tv series in the mm-hmm. 90s yeah and brats of the lost nebula which apparently was a jim henson claymation thing oh like b-r-a-t-s of the lost nebula Oh no, is this no. what launched the Bratz dolls? Oh, I hope not. You <laughs> monsters! Uh, but again, uh, writer J. Michael Straczynski with this one. Uh, he's the one that was like the creator of Babylon 5, uh, Sense 8. He directed Thor, Underworld Awakening, yeah. World War Z, Changeling, like uh, 19 episodes of Real Ghostbusters. Really big career. And also writer Mark Scott Zachary. Uh, I think we talked about him too. He did like 63 episodes of Smurfs, uh, whatever the Biscuits was, the first contact episode of uh, Next Gen, Ooh. some DS9. 
Oh, but yeah. the real the real star of this episode. Yeah. Uh, David James Elliott as Jason. <gasps> Who's he, Steve? Well, he has over 86 credits now. That's um, uh that's fake power, right? Yeah, fake power, yes, yeah, yeah. The imposter, Jason. Uh Cadet Baxter in Police Academy 3, back <gasps> in training, everybody's favorite. Uh, this 36 episodes of Street Legal. He was Agent Robbins in 42 episodes of The Untouchables. He did some Melrose Place. He was Thor in an episode of Hercules, The Amazing Adventures. But most people know him as the lead for 227 episodes of JAG, Judge (laughs) Advocate General. (laughs) I've definitely seen some episodes of that. He also... uh, That was one of those shows that was always on when you were like homesick from school. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was like, well, do I want to watch a weird court show or do I want to watch JAG? Yeah, it's basically NCIS before NCIS kind of thing. Yeah. But more more USA Network. And you've already seen the three episodes of The Secrets of Hitler because they're on repeat on the History Channel. So you're watching JAG. (laughs) Uh, He also played John Wayne in that uh, Trumbo movie where Brian Cranston was Trumbo. Oh, yeah. So he played a, a 50s John Wayne. So that's who we get to when we redo The Conqueror. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I, we have to make you watch The Conqueror. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, that poster it says everything. <laughs> okay, so everyone makes a big deal. Oh, John Wayne playing Genghis Khan. Yeah, it was the 50s, whatever. Whitewash, yeah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> they also made a, well, they started making a Genghis Khan in the early 90s where Richard Tyson was playing Genghis Khan. Yes. Uh, if you don't oh know who Richard God. Tyson is, um, have you seen Three O'Clock High? He's the, oh, have you seen Kindergarten Cop? He's yes, the bad guy. I have. He's the bad guy in Kindergarten Cop, the like oh dad God. who's uh, trying to steal his son or whatever. He's also Buddy Ravel. Yeah, Buddy Ravel in Three O'Clock High, which I highly recommend everybody sees. But yeah, <laughs> basically the bad guy from Kindergarten Cop playing Genghis Khan, and Charlton Heston plays <laughs> wow. his dad. Of course, <laughs> I mean Charlton Heston is who I think of when I think of M- Mongols. But. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Uh, the, the only thing is, I've been looking into it. Apparently, it was one of those productions that they made like I don't know seventy percent of it, or you know, filmed seventy percent of it. But then all their funding went through when you know the Russian Empire fell in nineteen ninety one because I guess they were producing it. I'm sorry, wow. what? Yeah, <laughs> what happened? Yeah, wow. and then. 20 years later somebody was like hey we have all these hours and hours of footage let's try to piece this thing together into like a two-hour movie or a miniseries or something and then that fell apart but man i i i want to see i want to see this i don't care (laughs) (laughs) richard tyson can play him today (laughs) wow (laughs) anyway um oh also uh we have john d as zig uh the old man that's that's all i got uh, he has 23 credits, and about 80% of them are old man in blank, uh, including <laughs> old man in adventures and babysitting, uh, three episodes of the War of the Worlds. He was old man in all of them. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, basically oh, all of them. I, I, <laughs> that's like a, that scene from My Name is Dolomite. Like, oh, how'd you get into these movies? Oh, I play racist in this underground movie. Like, and racist racist <laughs> cop, racist mayor, racist. <laughs> racist meter maid i was racist next to her neighbor in uh uh, black superman that was really an interesome one (laughs) (laughs) where do you find these guys 
By the way, guys, if you haven't seen My Name is Dolomite, watch it, because then you're going to want to watch all the Dolomite and Human Tornado movies. Eddie Murphy and Wesley Snipes together again at last. Yes! I missed Wesley Snipes. So, so yeah, for this episode, by the way, two episodes today are A Fire in the Dark and A Mirror in the Darkness. Mm -hmm. Dark, dark, dark. Kids show. Yeah. Rainbow dark, dark, dark. Dark. <laughs> I think that might be the next one. <laughs> All right, but we start off. Yeah, start off at a campfire cookout where we see a whole family gathering around, you know, sharing their their biddles and whatnot. And then uh, we hear like the mothers are like, "He's coming! He's coming today! Who's coming? Captain Power! Captain Power ain't real! Oh yeah, he just <laughs> swoop on in, take you off to <laughs> across the Rainbow Bridge to where all your dead puppies are playing." Yeah. <laughs> but then uh cat power does show up and he we shoot we see him walk in the screen fire off a flare and the whole family is like oh my god there he is let's go see him come on come on grab your grandpa let's go and they all run up and uh cat power is basically like is this everybody yes just me and my kid let's go and uh <laughs> meanwhile the old man he's like hiding behind because he, he's like instantly suspicious he's like wait I, I know Captain Power's voice and that ain't it or something. I, oh, no, I don't he was know. like, wait, I gotta gather my stuff. Well, no, because he and, like, th- and then he came around the corner. He's like, that don't sound like Captain Power. Well, yeah, so I was <laughs> like, okay, he met he met him before, apparently, I guess. I don't know. But then uh uh power fires off a second flare, and then Sauron flies in and just starts digitizing everybody. Wee, 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 wee. <laughs> and of course, uh the the kid that was with the grandpa sees it, he's like, Oh my god, I can't believe it. <sighs> <laughs> so then we go to the ship flying over i don't know the scorched midwest i, I guess from our discussion earlier <laughs> but there's a there's been some activity in sector nine but every time they go to these uh these villages or whatever they're all barren it's like the fourth one in a row all these settlements but then pew, pew, oh shit we're under attack it's on pew, pew, fire back fire back fire those uh the spellbinder missiles or whatever <laughs> <laughs> okay we got them well we need we need to land for some repairs all right we then cut to volcania and uh we see lord dread talking to this uh imposter power and he calls him jason and it's like okay okay it definitely isn't captain power like like did they just clone him or like you know you know you have right? to you have to wonder like how do they do it or is well, it- and they were just talking about uh uh the artist in the last episode potentially like making new human bots yeah maybe (laughs) maybe this was the first one nope just some uh i don't know nazi sympathizer uh that joined up and wanted to put on the suit and uh you know false honor whatever and uh and i love how he's like i'll do anything for my lord dread did you do you know power he's like and Dredd's like i knew his father you know in the before four time before i gave myself to the machine (laughs) <laughs> yeah but then uh captain power uh he hops on a sky bike and like flies off to like go go looking for i, I don't know parts or like people that might be able to help him or something with their repairs uh he's flying over like the ruins of the city and uh, the the kid that you know saw everything happen before earlier he sees him and then he like notices this kid or like picks up his reading or something goes down check it out and uh basically he's like hey what's what's going on buddy he's like you're one of them clicker i'm like whoa, whoa. Uh, <laughs> whoa. careful kid <laughs> someone might take offense i, I don't know 
<laughs> You're not welcome around these parts, clicker. <laughs> oh no. Oh. But uh basically Captain Power is like, hey, hey, it's okay. And he like powers down his suit. <laughs> See, I'm just like you. I'm one of you. And then uh whap, he gets clubbed from behind by some guy out of re- left field. And uh the kid's like, Well, that's it, you some bitch. <laughs> I seen you kill my family. We're gonna take care of you real good. And uh, you know, back at the ship, the team they're like, Oh, we haven't heard from an hour, that's way too long. Uh, we should go looking for him. Okay, cool. We then cut to Captain Power, he's uh chained up to the wall, you know, Samson style. And uh basically he's like, What what's going on? Why 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 did you knock me the hell out? By the way, who <laughs> will you please stop playing that piano? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I assume he has a ring in his ears. I don't know. But uh, the kid's like, you know what it is? It's dime time, Captain. And then like backhands <laughs> him and shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, that was aggressive. Very aggressive. <laughs> Slightly aggressive. Yeah. And he's like, we're going to put you on trial and then we're going to kill you. <laughs> He's like, well, that's not really much of a trial, is it? I right. Mean, can I talk to my lawyer? No. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, he says something like, oh, wait, you're saying I like killed your family? Yeah, yeah. And the bow bird flew in and done digitized them and they vaporized or something. He's like, well, obviously that might have been like an imposter or something because I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and he's like, nope, nope, definitely not. I saw you and grandpa heard you. And Grandpa's like, I don't know. It was a, uh, it was awfully dusty, and I, I don't know what I heard. I don't know what I said. <laughs> I don't know what I heard. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, we then cut to like Hawk and Tank, and they're flying around looking for the captain. Um, <laughs> and so like, okay, cool, they're on the way. And then, uh, you know, Captain Barry's still chained up, and he's like talking to the guard, and he's like, "Hey, come here. Let me, uh, let me tell you something real quick." And then like kicks him, and then he's like. <laughs> And then he basically like Samson pulls the the chains out of the wall or whatever. I see. <laughs> Fights off a bunch of the guards. Yeah, pew, pew. He, or, I guess he just punches them. He doesn't fire his blaster or whatever. But and then he uh, he, he basically like holds the boy. And I'm like waiting for him to give him a good backhand just to right? like you know make things right. <laughs> but instead he's like, hey, okay, so tell me about what happened. They did this now. And they fired a flare and then your family came out and you fired another flare and that's when the bow bird or whatever you said flew in okay cool that's what i need to know thanks bro meanwhile outside uh imposter uh power he comes out and he's like hey everybody i'm here all aboard the van <laughs> everybody in the pool and you know the people are like running into a building he's like what where are you going he goes chasing after him a little bit and he's like, come on, I'm going to take you guys to the, I don't know, happy hunting grounds or something. And <laughs> <laughs> why are you running away from me? And then uh, Captain Power is like, surprise, motherfucker, comes around a pillar. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they have a little shootout between the two of them. But uh, Jason calls in uh, more of these the, like troops and they show up. So we get a little more of a shootout. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. pew. But yeah, basically ends up like, you know, shooting the armor and like just tearing the clothes off of Jason. Like, get off here, you know, <laughs> son of a bitch, get over here. And, <laughs> <laughs> and basically, um, 
uh what's his name jason is like stop no stop i'm i'm dread's favorite if you if you hurt me he'll he'll kill you and i'm like yeah or if he runs <laughs> into him incidentally he'll try to kill him or that's kind of the whole show guy he'll kill you he might make me kill you <laughs> <laughs> everyone loves the mark <laughs> uh but yeah yeah uh but, but yeah he starts like beating the crap out of jason but then then he stops and he's like i won't kill you I took an oath a long time ago to preserve all life, even you. <laughs> and then, yeah, they meet up with uh, Hawk and Tank and all the other villagers are like, hey, hell, we'll kill him for you. Let's put him on trial. <laughs> he's like, no, no, I've got a better idea. Worse. And uh, he fires that second flare up in the sky and uh, they basically bag and gag Jason. So he's got like little well, like, villagers hats on and and Sauron flies down, digitizes his ass, ah! <laughs> and then Power uh, starts shooting off more flares. And I'm like, wait, why is he doing that? Oh, that's right. And then pulls uh, Sauron back in, and Sauron's like, dude, you're not supposed to call me unless you have at least five people ready to go. <laughs> and Power's like, well, that's cool. I've got a message. What? Yes. You tell Dread no more imposters, or I'll shove that mountain down his throat. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. No fire. You, you tell Dread I'm coming, and Hell's coming with me. <laughs> what up? Hell came to Frogtown. Yeah. Uh, then we cut back to Volcania, and uh, Dread's basically like, so you're sure that's Jason you've got in there? He's like, yes, my lord, I'm sure it is. Should we punish him? He's like, no, give him over to Overmind. Let him know the machine has teeth. <gasps> uh, and, uh, and as I'm saying, wait, what? Yeah. Start, start rolling credits. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. No time, this, no time. For yeah, no time for all this. Yeah. This is why, oh my God, this is why I'm like, I would love for this to be a series on Netflix or something where it's like, 45 minute episodes of these so you don't have to like yeah. rush it in so tight like a full yeah. like knowing that they have full seasons so they can do story arcs yeah yeah, yeah i mean yeah. i mean we'll see they've got one for this whole thing but it's still like you you can watch all of these episodes in like a day it's <laughs> true, <though. laughs> i mean you'll have to take a lot of notes because it'll be like wait what who's this person wait wait i thought that was like 12 years ago but the, yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what, what do you ladies think? Excellent. Yeah. I can't wait for the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> right, I oh, mean, so. like, uh, it, like it is kind of like jarring how quickly things get introduced and then, like, you know, forgotten. But <laughs> or not forgotten, but moved on. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I I do. It's so funny. Like at the same time, I do appreciate how digestible <laughs> like this really? is like goes by real fast <laughs> yeah. and i'm like oh fun yeah totally like i can see like you know 45 minute episode would be uh, for like some of these are pretty good others it's like okay you could use a couple more minutes right. um and you know a little backstory and stuff and then you might be repeating in other episodes just in case you missed an episode kind of thing right i feel like but, maybe because like you know, nowadays, like all these like Netflix, Amazon, Hulu shows, like 
there's like this thing now where like they don't like the story doesn't start moving until like the fourth episode and yeah. like yeah. everybody tolerates this now just because it's like a thing yeah because but, you can binge it yeah, yeah yeah but like i personally don't have the span for that so like i i i haven't been able to get into a lot of shows just because like the pilot episode is so boring yeah even and for like ones where people, people are super excited and I, I want I to get the into episode them? of the week episodes. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just exactly. want to be like episodic. Yeah, yeah the, so yeah. Yeah, the way they used to do it would be like you'd have like the hour and a half, two hour pilot episode, like the movie, basically to mm-hmm. like you know introduce all the characters and have a pretty interesting story and stuff. You know, a couple yeah. explosions, blah blah. You know, whether it's Rockford Files or Star Trek Next Gen or whatever, like mm-hmm. you get that going. And then you have the you know forty five minute you know hour time slot episodes yeah. where it's episodic. You may have you know a couple in the beginning, a couple at the end that that are like an arc, and then you have like the fillers in between that fill like twenty five episodes. But yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now it's just like no, I mean, you just have the the eight that complete an arc, and then if you want to do more, you can wait until you get approved for a second season. Oh, or... th- there are definitely shows that we've dropped because we're like, well, these six hours could have been one episode. So <laughs> right, right. Um, it's like yeah. a lot of pregnant pauses. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't need to see them walk out to their car, start the car, let the engine <laughs> warm up, blah, 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 go on to the next scene. It's like, so that was five minutes of nothing. <laughs> yeah. I always think, so uh, like obviously Steve and I love a lot of like riff tracks or Mystery Science Theater 3000. Sure. And they have this running joke because like in a lot of bad movies to like stretch out the time, they'll do a lot of like parking <laughs> scenes. And so one, oh of, one of the guys is constantly just like, he's like, oh man, I hope there's a lot of parking in this movie. And I'm just <laughs> like, oh, but, but how am I supposed to know where he parked? How do I know if he made it, if he used his blinker to make the legal right turn? How do you- how did I know he would get from his house to the bank? Yes. Like how did how do we know he actually made it from point A to point B if we didn't yeah. see him actually walk every step? And there's some of these like episodic things where like I'm just like, and he's parking and he's using his blinker. Runtime, runtime, runtime. He's still parking. <laughs> And I'm on Instagram. (laughs) And I'm distracted. Oh no, they lost me. Yeah. Hey, look, I have cats. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, totally. But yeah, so I mean, you know, the ideal would be like somewhere in between that and this, get some power because like get some power, like really like packs it in in the 17 or 20 minutes. Yeah, they're they're, they're throwing in lore and backstory (laughs) and all kinds of stuff that was, I mean, they start off every episode of that minute and a half intro, but it's like basically Dude, like that minute and a okay. half intro was well, a full fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Tolkien book. Like you're taking right? notes, like, whoa, whoa, slow down, cyber wars. What uh, hold on, Volcania. Wait, who's dread? Vol- Volcania, that's kind of weird. Uh, is that in Italy? Nope. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wait, who are these characters? Uh, Captain Jonathan Power. Matthew <laughs> Hawk Masterson. <laughs> Master of the power suits. What's a power suit? Yeah, wait, hold on. <laughs> Who's that ghost guy I saw for like three frames? Yeah. Right. I guess it's like the scroll um of the text and uh, like the, the original Star Wars movies where oh, like yeah, they explained yeah. everything in the beginning. I guess it was kind of like that what they were going for. But yeah, there's like so yeah. much. <laughs> yeah, but then they realize, you know, half of our audience isn't going to be able to read it. So we yeah. got to tell them. So <laughs> shut up, the space wizards. Just enjoy, enjoy the show. 
now grab your <laughs> now grab your Captain Power action figures and uh, guns that you can blast at the TV and get ready. <laughs> yeah, get ready to blow a baby. Wait, what? <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, episode five and six this week. Yeah. Uh, are we excited for uh, seven and eight coming in two weeks? Oh, yes. Yes. It'll, it'll be uh, Saturday, April 9th at 5 p.m. Pacific. Come join us. Hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I, learned I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon. We'll get you on the watch party list. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. I, oh, like, yeah. It's been a few years since I've seen these episodes, and they're just fantastic every time. Oh, spectacular. Amazing. Uh, Hanai, where can we find you? Oh, I have a store on Etsy called Kobo Studio. So it's etsy.com slash Kobo Studio. And on Instagram, you can find me at Art, which is H-A-N-A-E-K-O-A-R-T. Yay! please come and check it out yes guys go check out hanai's art she has amazing cat art (laughs) zodiac kitties um she's got the the tai chi sloths so much fun stuff yeah babe where can we find you oh you can't no you can you can find me everywhere at untidy venus that's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping i'm on all the social medias at untidy venus i have an etsy shop where i also sell my goods and wares at untidyvenus.etsy.com guys i have so much stuff over there you can also find my physical items at a store now in ogden the local artisan (gasps) collective which i'm a member of and i have a patreon at untidy venus over on patreon guys i finally did it finally did it we have art classes on my patreon any mat any level shooting some videos starting with really basic stuff so you know if you're already an artist it may seem kind of remedial to you but uh, if you've never like picked up a pencil before it like easy to understand really make it super approachable just like fun for everybody gonna just yeah, make those uh, for four bucks a month. You can join the sticker of the month club. You get access to all my silly content and I mail you a sticker every month. Mm. Yeah. So come join me over at Untidy Venus on Patreon. Yes. Uh, yeah. We oh. already found you, right? Uh, yeah. We're at EILF Movies. Everything I learned from movies on all the major podcatchers. I think by this time you'll hear this. We're wrapping up April and going headlong into Jason Nathan. What? Yeah. <laughs> It's a fantastic what? time of year. <laughs> um, and yeah, of course, yeah, we talk about bad questionable movies. You know all that because you're listening to us right now. Talk about Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. Yeah! <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. I'm Hannah. And this is Everything I Learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. Bye. Power on. <laughs> Ah. I'm going to blow this baby. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) This is Captain Power. I'm closing in on Dread.